Hello everyone and welcome to a new section in our technician show. Um, hello Keith. Hi James. I think this is called the um, web uh, digest of our section, yes, of, our, of as, our station. As our, as our keen followers have noticed, we have started um, like a special section on uh, our Facebook page, which is uh, 30 Second Shorts presenting the latest in technology news and small bite-sized 30 second tidbits and uh, in these uh, visual web digests we're gonna go through them and give some more detail about the shorts that we have published during the week welcome to tech nation funny but sometimes mentally unstable Our first item for today is the short that we published about Elon Musk's um, Gigafactory. Uh, Elon Musk, as you know, was the owner of PayPal, then he sold it, then he failed a couple of companies. Now he's popular as the CEO for two very large companies, which one is Tesla Motor Company, which is the luxury all-electric vehicles, and the other one is SpaceX, the largest commercial space agency. What's mistaken is the company who managed to launch a rocket and land it back uh, yes. in, on a barge, basically. Yes, and land it back on a barge. Um, Elon is turning his attention to energy production now with this Gigafactory. By the way, Gigafactory, when we say Gigafactory, it's a Gigafactory. It's mm. massive. It's only, by volumetric size, it's only second to the Boeing factory. And basically, for those who are watching us, it has the same air volumetric area of our capital city, Valletta. That's, true. That's how big it is. Basically, Keith, what is interesting is, with the, with the capacity, with the production capacity of this factory, now, first of all, what is this factory going to produce? Power. Power. Batteries. Lithium mm -hmm. ion batteries. Now, obviously, it's useless um, pro producing the batteries without charging them. Now, what is interesting is that this factory is a net zero energy factory, meaning that all its power, both for production and both for charging the batteries that is going to produce, um, by renewable energy. Everything is renewable in, yes. in, in the production of, of every um, battery and it's charging. Yes, um, basically the, the whole area is, is basically a solar farm um, where they're using uh, solar energy to produce these batteries. What is very interesting, Keith, is this factory is so large that it's basically going to double the, whole, the entire planet's lithium-ion production. For those of you who have never seen a lithium-ion battery, it's very easy. Just take off the cover of your mobile and that battery inside, it's a lithium-ion cell. It's a lithium-ion battery. The type of technology in the battery, basically. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, these are the batteries that they use as well for electric vehicles, obviously. Um, they use them for electric vehicles because, one, they're light. They're very light. And they're very, very safe. They don't, uh, they don't need liquids inside or whatever, so they're very, they're very safe supposedly batteries. They, they can be charged many number of times yes. without deteriorating the battery so quickly. Uh -huh. Now, as you know, Keith, uh, a big part, a big expense of owning an electric vehicle or part of the expense of actually building an electric vehicle is the batteries. Because, as we said, this factory in one year is going to produce as much as the entire planet's production of lithium-ion cells. Now, that obviously will mean that it will bring down the cost of electric vehicles. In fact, Tesla just released a 35,000 euro all-electric model, which is a new one, which is the Model 3. Which is the most um, affordable. Of yes, the which is basing its price on the production of the Gigafactory, because the Gigafactory is already pro uh, built. 
Yes, it's built and it's mm-hmm. producing as we speak. This means that the final goal will be that electric vehicles become more affordable. It's, um, it's uh, interesting how, how uh, Elon Musk has planned this um, much, much before. I mean, it was in his master plan. One can also see it in his website that he had um, the goal of starting up with a high luxury um, electric vehicle, building up capital, mm-hmm. then m- managed to take the production to a more affordable car mm-hmm. and with the income and the capital gained from, from his enterprise with uh, with Tesla cars mm-hmm. um, go to to the next step which was always in his plans which is a production of an um, of batteries and, and power in a renewable way mm-hmm. what is also interesting Keith is that although it's a 35,000 euro model you don't I was expecting that this is going to be basically a carton wheels and electric vehicle because another that's Prius, how basically another Prius basically without well, okay, well, but, no. but it's a functional, you know exactly functional what way to see it. Yes. Um, no, it's going to be as well a luxury vehicle, which is attainable to all. Obviously, they have, they still have the Roadster and the and the Tesla S. We're the talking about the all electric. It's not a hybrid. It's, it's no, it's an all, all, electric. all electric vehicle. Tesla only produces all electric vehicles. So now Tesla, they have the Roadster, which I don't think if the, I don't even know if they're doing anymore or not. But the, the, their flagship with three models is the Model S. Yes which is the high-end luxury vehicle, which costs about 110,000 euros. The Model X, which is like a crossover, which is like an off-roader, sort of, it's not an off-roader, but that's what it looks like. It has a, re- it has really, really cool doors, but did you see the back mm-hmm. doors, the Falcon mm-hmm. doors? Yeah. Um, uh, we're seeing the Falcon doors right now of the Model X. And now they have the Model 3. Keith, for sure, we need to keep an eye on this and uh, hopefully, hopefully in the, f- in the very near future, we'll be able to afford an electric vehicle and say goodbye to this yeah. polluting fuel that we use every day for our work. Where it makes so much sense. The human has been neutralized. So James, for our next item, we're going to have a look at uh, a new development in this space uh, race back to the moon. I don't know about you, but for me it was a very big surprise because NASA has been saying for ages that they will, they are literally uninterested in going back to the moon. It seems that they had a good offer to <laughs> collaborate. They had an offer which they couldn't refuse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they, they I have an offer and they can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it came from Russia. Yes, believe it or not. And um, the intention is that working together, NASA will provide the technology. Uh-huh. While the Russians will provide the launching. Yes, and I already know how that conversation went. Hello, NASA. I need your rocket. You give me a rocket, I go to moon. I go to moon, you can come with us. <laughs> <laughs> something on those lines. No, something yes. basically, no, as I said, has repeatedly said that is, it is literally uninterested in going back to the moon. However, they said if someone else is leading the project, so, so if the project is led by, by Roscosmos or whatever, because Roscosmos is, is the Russian agency, um, they are they are interested in going back because they can test some equipment which they're working on for Mars. So basically, so. the Americans they're gonna te- NASA they're gonna use it as a test bed for some equipment they're developing for Mars. Russia they have obviously their own interest for going to the moon, which for now they're not really clear to mm-hmm. be completely honest. Um, uh, and they s- basically said, listen, we need NASA to go to the moon because they have the the space launch system, the SLS rockets. We need them anyways. Um, might as well. And NASA said, listen, if we're going to give the SLS 
so so they can use it might as well get a ride get some of our new toys on and might as well test them out in, in the vacuum of space on the moon at least before testing it's, them out it's on cool Mars. to get a, a ride to the moon obviously um, except rides to the moon as yes, well yes. recently james um, there has been a decline in interest even when there was the space program uh, from people broadcasting directly from space you will see a decline in interest from people from the general public mm-hmm. uh, to, to even engage with with what's going on in the space exploration yes i mean one of, one of my personal heroes is chris hatfield the canadian um, astronaut that commanded the, the ISS for, for some time uh, last year. Um, actually, last year or the year before, I don't even remember. Anyways, Chris Hatfield had like the biggest following ever because he was like the first one that, that uh, really used social media to bring the audience with him to the International Space Station. There's one more aspect though, James. Uh, you know about the conspiracy that actually no, the, no, the oh Americans God. never actually made it oh to the moon. We all have seen maybe... I hope we're not going to. <laughs> you know, trying to bust that myth that they didn't. But it, yeah. seems, it seems they're having another go. To go back on, on the point we were discussing, basically NASA can afford now to, to look into another big project because, as you know, the International Space Station now is nearing its, its, uh, its end, basically. It's terminating its lifespan because in 2024, um, it's it's scheduled to crash into the ocean because, as you know, lowered orbit objects, they decay, their orbit mm-hmm. decays, and then finally they burn into the atmosphere and, and crash into the ocean or, or, or on Earth. So basically NASA can now afford to, you know, to get involved into another big project. So we'll hopefully, hopefully, I would be interested to see, <coughs> to see yes. a live feed from the moon. So in 2024, if you're just in case fishing in the ocean, just be careful you don't get <laughs> a head full of ISS on you. <laughs> the human has been neutralized. Are you an Android man or an Apple man? Android. Android. I'm Android as well. However, I have some sad news for the Apple fanboys out there. So the story goes like this. There's been obviously a lot of uh, gossip on the internet about the iPhone 7 and it's coming out in September and there were a lot of complaints because the the iPhone 7 looks exactly like the iPhone 6s and actually it looks a bit worse in some ways they made a bevel for the camera and and some Apple fanboys were furious about this however now it's starting to make a bit of sense apparently Apple decided that its phone products are going to go on a three-year life cycle three years yes not the usual two years no so each model, each model uh, number, for example, five, six, seven, whatever, is going to stick around for three years. And basically they, they issue variations on, on that model. Yeah, I can see year. where that's coming also because Apple would have the 10th anniversary soon for, yes. for, its, uh, for its iPhone. Apparently now it makes sense because next year um, Apple has its 10th anniversary for its iPhone. You cannot have an anniversary and not have a cake. So that would exactly. be the cake or the cherry on the cake for Apple's anniversary. Mm-hmm. So basically what they're doing is this. Um, there is a lot of gossip and there were some leaks as well because and leaks, you, you know where leaks are happening from? You'd be mm-hmm. amazed. From the Chinese suppliers. The Chinese suppliers of the components, they are, they are obviously working on this stuff before it comes to market, like the packaging. Exactly, and all the thing, peripheral and things. And they start leaking some stuff from, from the factories. Um, so apparently for now, I'm sorry, Apple fanboys, for you is going to be in September iPhone iPhone 6s uh, e and 6se plus 
and you're gonna have to wait for 2017 to get the iPhone 7, which is going to be the 10th anniversary phone. However, and I have to say however, however if the iPhone 7 is as good as the ones in the leaked pictures, it should be one to look out for. It's going to have the improved cameras, dual cameras, 3D stereoscopic cameras, um, with apparently modular design. They were also talking about quad cams, so four lenses, four, four cameras in the, in the back. But however, I, I do think they're going for a stereoscopic view because they've been saying this for quite some years now. And the LCD, the, the, the TFT, the TFT, which um, is, covers the whole surface of the phone, including the surrounds next to the famous home button. Mm-hmm. So my opinion is would be one to look out for. I hope, as usual, that Apple do not try to squeeze every dollar out of their product and actually go for something which actually yes. is a good phone. <laughs> the human has been neutralized. Okay, James, for our next item, we're going to put our attention back to our homeland. Yes, let's be patriotic. Yeah, basically, um, uh, very soon we'll have, uh, we're going to have the launch of the first Maltese um, Interactive Science Center, the Explora Science Center. Uh, it's in Calcara. Mm-hmm. We've been lucky enough to have um, a, a visit recently, and we have seen also the works in progress, which are looking really good. Um, what were your thoughts about it, James? Let's start from here. We had a behind-the-scenes look. At the moment, it still looks like a construction site, to be completely honest, but I was amazed at the recent progress that they made. And I'm telling you, this place is amazing. I cannot wait for it to open. I had my doubts, to be completely honest. I have, if I have to be critical of myself, I had my serious doubts about the achievability of, of such a project in Malta. However, I'm telling you, man, they it's pulled impressive. it off, and they pulled it off really really well because it's not just about building a new premises this was also a restoration project yes we had a, a first of all building. it's massive i had no idea that biggie is so big i mean it's 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 amazing the it's, place it's apart huge. from being a, a, an old historic hospital as well and so including also the villa biggie there um includes uh, a number of premises one of which will house also the um, planetarium oh the famous planetarium yes now we're seeing the picture of the planetarium. Believe it or not, the planetarium is hanging in space. Exactly, it's not exactly. attached to anything. This, this it's sphere just there is actually um, hanging by a huge hanging. bolt. It's levitated from the floor. Mm-hmm. We also were lucky enough to visit inside the planetarium. Yes, we had we had some pictures which is still under wraps at the moment. It's a, like a top secret thing. But why, we're telling you, we viewed the, the, some of the interactive... Uh, what do you call them? Stations? Inter- interactive um, exhibits, installations. Exhibits, exhibits, that's yes. it. And uh, I'm telling you, there's there's a lot to do. There's areas for any age group. There's areas for adults. There's areas for children. There's areas for toddlers as well. Um, they have exhibits about every phenomenon, physical phenomenon and space. And obviously, um, the piece de resistance, as we say, is the famous planetary, which I'm telling you is amazing. Okay, I cannot yes. wait. Keith. With the amount of lighting we saw in there, I cannot wait for the first opening day to see it lit up, that place. So I'm it's telling really you, it's awesome, it's really awesome. Uh, also, they have a good animation team, so they're really yep. working hard on preparing. Um, also, a nice experience for the visitor. Also, if you want your wedding there, they're accepting bookings already. That's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's almost fully booked already. No, the place is amazing. It has amazing views of the harbor, of Valletta. Um, it's, it's incredible. I, 
as I'm telling you, I am sorry because I had I made a mistake. I had my doubts about how successful this thing is going to be. But uh, Keith, I think you agree with me. It's it's mind blown. completely amazing. It's incredible. No, true. Keith, this goes without saying that we would like to thank MCST for all of this. I personally congratulate them on this big effort that's been going on. Yes, this the Explora is uh, is um, is head. The project is headed by MCST. The Mugda, um, Council for Science and Technology, which is within the Ministry of Education and Employment. Um, and obviously, we thank Elton for give us in giving us the tour and helping us in our endeavors and our everyday work. Um, this is everything uh, for this week for our web digest. As we say, we're going to have one of these every week to actually go into detail, some more detail um, about the shorts that we yes, keep on the lookout for our shorts, which will yes. basically be a teaser of what we're going to discuss in this digest. And it's important that to, that to share, like and subscribe on our videos. It will help us a lot. At the moment, we're trying to grow our viewership, hence the change to an English language. Um, you will find all the information in the description below. And uh, join us on Facebook on facebook.com forward slash technation show and Twitter twitter.com forward slash technation show and on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Let, let's start from here. We had a, a, a back. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it. Maybe you catch a space station. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just space station. Twister is not just space station. Bubba. God. <laughs> Unless you're interested and you go for it. <laughs> Unless you're interested and go for it. You understand? I'm not going to be on